Ooh, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? I'm always out of breath when I do this, right? I know. Anyway, I'm tired. I'm a fat nigga. I'm trying to make it. <laughs> anyway, yo, this your boy, Eric G, and welcome back to a brand new episode of um, The Truth, which is my series within a season of season six of Random Thoughts with Eric G. Um, y'all, man, I'm tired today, man. Today has been a long-ass day. A long-ass day. Yo, I'm listening to my old recordings too. Um, my other recordings for this ep- for these episodes. So the truth, and I'm ge- I'm realizing that I'm getting back into my habit of um, when I get comfortable, I speak real fast. So I'm trying to slow it down just a little bit. And uh, <laughs> they call me Boom Howard in the podcast world because I, I I goes off with it. So I'm trying to slow it down when I speak. So if it seems like I'm coming out a little more slower, I'm trying. I'm not saying I'm successful at it yet, but I'm trying to slow my, my pace down when I'm telling these stories because I listen to myself sound like I'm on fast forward. <laughs> anyway, man, yo, today has been a long day, like I said, man. Um, work was just crazy. Work is crazy as hell as always, man. When I got home, shit, my wife was, my wife was talking to me. I just went straight to sleep. I, I've been in and out of sleep all damn days since I got home, man, and I'm kind of kind of tired now. Just gotta finish eating me some yogurt. <laughs> anyway, but so I'm back. All right, all right. So I'm here. Y'all know I would try to keep it real and raw um, on the truth, cause the truth is my personal life. This is my real, my real me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I ain't gotta fake it. I ain't gotta try to be somebody I'm not. I'm not saying I'm out faking my regular shows or anything, but uh, no, I just I, I know when you do your regular shows as a podcaster. You kind of put on like a semi-professional or like like look and act. So I be trying to like trying to like ask questions and get more understandings and have real conversations. Um, on my game show, I'm very like really extra and goofy and like like this extra personality. But in reality, y'all, I'm really just chill. I'm a chill ass dude. Um, that's the thing is, I, I put on this extra. But it's another, which is not fake. It's just my, another side of my personality. But me personally, I'm just ready to just go to sleep and just watch TV all day and be cool. Um, yeah, man. So that's pretty much it, y'all. I'll tell y'all. I'm sorry for yawning. This has been a long ass day. All right. So we're back with the truth. Like I said, the truth is a series of stories I do within my season. While I'm just talking about my personal life, crazy events that happened to me situations that um i'm surprised i'm still here from um last week's episode we talked about hold on a second uh, pull up my phone pull up my, my laptop up for go there pull up my laptop up hold on a second y'all I got it, got it, got it. So last week episode, I was talking about the uh, Christmas shootout I was in, which is a true story. I wish I could call my sister, my sister, so she could tell you her side of the story. But is that how the show works? Ugh, I'm sorry, yo. It's, this is the start because my late night podcasts. Like I do this late nights while my kids and wife asleep, and I'm just tired. Anyway, but um, but yeah, last episode was the shootout I was in. No, I, I didn't shoot. I, I did have a gun. I was just 
in the middle, <laughs> stuck in the middle of, of people shooting at each other. But thank God that, you know what I'm saying, I'm able to, to be here to tell the story, man, because that was wild. So tonight's story, <laughs> and I've been thinking about a crazy, like crazy hard way I'm going to do tonight. Tonight's story is, 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 is a reason why I don't do hood parties, y'all. Like, like <laughs> it's a big reason why I don't do hood parties. And <laughs> this story tonight is the reason why I don't do hood parties. Um, like you said, a lot of people don't know that I represent, I represent my hood for real, man. Even though you meet me, you're like, man, he, he ain't from the hood, dude. I just, that's a real put on. Because I'm I, my goal in my life was to be better than my surroundings. And I'm not saying I look down on my surroundings. I'm just saying that I wanted to move up from my surroundings. So I, I had my time where I could put on my hood side. I had my time where I'm just being like, you know, let me put my nerd side on. And the other times, like, yo, let me just be like a chill-ass dude. But yeah, so this hood party stuff is crazy. And we'll get to that story. <laughs> we get to that story in a minute. Y'all can understand why I don't do hood parties. I um another thing too, man. This week I'm taking a break from doing my actual real show and pretty much a couple of my other ones. Um Yeah, because this, this week is my Valentine's week, Valentine's Day. And I'm just trying to like chill. You know, so with my wife, you know what I'm saying? You know. No, try to get it in, but um, yeah, this week I want to chill, man, for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Cause Valentine's Day is on my day off, which I normally do my podcast. I just want to spend time with my wife. Um, you know what I'm saying? Rub on her, <laughs> but yeah, man. But um, so I'm taking this week off. Next week I want to come back and do um, wrap wrap up the 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 midway season of my show, which will be my male um. Entrepreneurs episode of my regular series. Um, then I don't know. I'm doing my um, word to the wise with my boy Rod and my boy Jarrell. I'm doing uh, what I'm doing this week. I'm doing a local spotlight artist next week with a with a talented a talented rapper. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, yo. When I say I'm raw and tired, I'm raw and tired. Anyway, I'm doing a uh, spotlight artist with a talented rapper next week. Um, I did my, I did a brand new episode of the Game Show last week, for this week. Um, Yeah, so anyway, I'm taking a break. Then after that, I'm going to take me a, like, a good break because it's the mid-season. And I'm going to come back with the finish the rest of the season all kind of like with panel shows. And we're going to get back into doing real discussions and stuff, man. I can't wait for that. All right. So all that being said. We're done. I got out of my introduction out. I'm ready to start this crazy ass story. And I titled it. I titled it. Damn, can't speak. I titled it. <laughs> um uh, what did I title this story? Now I'm, I'm fucked up. Damn, I almost forgot what I titled the story. Is rep your hood while showing your goods. Y'all, it's a wild story, a wild true story, and I'm not gonna lie to you. This is true. Uh, wrap your hood while showing your goods, man. Third episode of the truth coming now. Hey, yo, I could kick myself in the ass right now. Oh my god. Hey, yo, man, I just recorded the whole fucking episode and realized my microphone was not on. So it didn't record none of the stuff I said. All right, y'all. 
Damn. So I gotta, gotta do it again. I gotta do it again. Alright, y'all. Here's here's the title of the story. Um God, I'm, I'm disappointed. Um the title of the story is Rep Your Hood While Showing Your Goods. Hey yo, man, this is a true story, man, that happened to me, man. And <laughs> this is funny as hell. And there's a reason why I will never go back to another hood party, man. Alright, so let me get you a, a little backstory first, man. Uh, when it comes to me, man, I classify myself as a nigga from the hood. And when I say nigga from the hood, man, it's not in no negative way. I'm not saying anything bad about anything, man. It's just the fact is, I'm a nigga from the hood. I was born and raised in the in the urban community. I got to speak urban like that. In the urban community, you know what I'm saying? And and that's what it is, man. Um, and there's also people who are hood niggas. Now, there's a difference between a hood nigga and a nigga from the hood. A hood nigga is a dude who get out the mud. He don't give a damn. It is what it is. He pops his shit. He's, he, he walk around more like, like, I don't give a fuck attitude. You know what I'm saying? He's from the, he's from the hood. You know what I'm saying? He might sell. He might sell his stuff. Man, he might not. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, he, he entertain the hood shit. And that's true. He entertains the hood shit. He entertains the streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm a nigga from the hood. I could give a damn up the streets. I, could, I really don't care. My thing was, man, I seen my surroundings and I wanted a little bit better for myself. No, I'm not better than nobody else, but I'm just saying that I've seen it and I just didn't want that for the rest of my life. That's the truth. Um, I wasn't comfortable just staying in one spot forever. I wanted to move around, you know what I'm saying? But don't get that shit twisted. That motherfucker shit still in me. I grew up fighting. I grew up seeing shit. I grew up seeing a lot. So that's the truth. Um, remember at the beginning of the story, I told y'all that Henderson um, is broken up to different like parts, like New York. It's like the different barrels, but we just call it different like areas in Henderson, which is a small ass town. Um, and I named them out for you and all of that. Well, I'm from the area of Flint Hill. Flint Hill. Uh, it's hard for me to describe exactly what it is. It's, it's a hill. Um, you have a top and a bottom. You have the top store, the bottom store. Um, it's a lot. Of, back in the '90s, I don't think '90s was as bad as it is now. We've seen a lot of niggas fighting and people like in the streets and stuff. Um, but it wasn't that bad, you know. So we heard about people shooting and all that, but we never seen it. Uh, one of my homeboys did tell me that we seen somebody get killed when we was kids, but I didn't. I can't remember that. Maybe I blocked it out my mind. Um, but. I'm from that area, right? And uh, I lived there until I was about seven, turning eight, uh, when my mom died. And we moved my grandma to West End, which is across town, which is the rival hood to Flint Hill. So people from Flint Hill would always go to West End and fight and shit, and there'd be a shootout or whatever. I remember seeing that shit. Um, West End was what taught me how to be more of like the fighter dude, you know what I'm saying? Um, I grew up over there, man. I mean, my first, like, week over there, I got my ass whooped. I was, like, eight years old. I got my ass whooped. Dude across the street whooped my ass. I ain't never been in a fight before. I said, fuck this shit, man. I got to get my shit together. I can't just let you whoop my ass. And um, got his ass in that churchyard, though. Um, But, yeah, that's a difference, man. You know what I'm saying? We used to play little games, like, <laughs> drive-by when we seen cars coming down the street and we were running high like it's a drive-by. Like, that's how the type of kids we was back then. Um... But living in the West End, I didn't. It was my first time seeing people who was on drugs. I knew people was on drugs when I lived in Flint Hill, but my mom kind of kept us kind of sheltered from it. You know what I'm saying? We knew everybody in Flint Hill. 
My mom played cards with everybody. So like everybody's kids, we, we just played with the kids. But living in West End, we played with the kids, but some kids' moms was on drugs. Some kids in the neighborhood was around people on drugs. So we would walk to the store at night, you seen people on drugs. So that was my first time, my first time being introduced to that lifestyle. Um, but West End was what built me up. And so my personality is all over the place, man. You know what I'm saying? I could be the nicest, nerdiest guy you ever meet. I'm not saying I'm a hood nigga. I don't I never tried to depict that, but I can be there if I need to. I'm not gonna let you walk like like push me over and walk over me. That ain't gonna happen. So that's what it was. Uh, and I think about the perfect time to tell you how they even came to play in my mind is I remember I had this friend named Sarah. Um Sarah passed away probably um seven, eight years ago. Had a friend named Sarah. Sarah was just a white girl that I was cool with. And uh, she was dating this hood nigga that she was talking to. She didn't call him hood nigga, but she was dating this hood nigga. And um, he didn't really give a shit about nothing, right? So she was telling me like, he's in jail for attempted murder and he's to fight all the time and blah, 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 blah. She was like, he's from the hood. And I was like, damn. So I said, like, show me a picture of him. She showed me the picture of the dude, man. It was like my homeboy I grew up with. We used to play basketball together and all that, and, and, and wrestle and damn football and that shit. I'm like, oh, I know him. She's like, no, Eric, he's from the hood. I'm like, yeah, I'm from the same hood. Nigga, just live down the street from me. He's not a problem. She like, and she really was surprised. She was like, yo, you, you, you grew up in the hood. I'm like, yeah. She like, I would never knew that the way you act. And that got me in my mind. Like, is a certain way the hood dudes supposed to act, or dudes from the urban community supposed to act? So that's what I'm saying. I kind of separated between you a hood nigga and a nigga from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Andre Three Stacks said that in his song. No, I'm not a hood nigga, but I'm just a nigga from the hood. Anyway. So that's this is what I'm saying. So this is my area. So I want you to remember that I've seen some stuff in these areas. I've seen fighting, drive-by, shootings, all of that in all these areas. Um, so I I remember back to the night that um uh, that of this of this event that I was supposed to go to. Which was uh for my, my my brother invited me to it. Um, that night, man, we were trying to me and my brother were trying to party, man. And one thing with me and my brother, me and my brother is completely opposite. We totally opposite. I always been like 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 the the one that's kind of like observed everything around me, trying to make sure that it's selling pop off. What's going to happen? The reason why because we had went to a lot of parties that got shot out got shot up or parties got fights broke out so i'm always deserving of what's around us uh my brother is the, is the, is the, was the hood nigga man so he's the nigga that didn't give a damn he gonna fight we gonna do what he want to do he didn't care you know what i'm saying he ran the streets he ran the streets since we was kids you know what i'm saying so that was his personality back then and when i'm thinking about my brother i give it to him he always wanted me to to experience life a little bit um he always wanted me to just have fun and live a little bit because I always, sorry y'all, I always was like, um, I always was in the books, man. I was trying to get myself together. I was movie watching. I was playing with, I was just being a normal kid, you know what I'm saying? So my brother wanted me to just have fun a little bit. So uh, I remember he always invited me to parties. So we always went to parties and clubs and stuff like that. So he always invited me with him and I had a good time. And he always get girls on me, and we have a good time, man. Um, the prime example of what me and my brother used to hang out. My first time, my first memory of me and my brother. 
Sorry, y'all. Me and my brother hanging out, man, was, um, I was 10 years old, man. I was 10 years old. My brother's six years older than me, so he was about 16. And I remember that um, it was just this this block party type thing that was going on uptown or downtown. And he was like, yo, he came home one night. He was like, yo, E, you want to go to this party? And me, I'm being 10. I'm like excited, like, a party? He said, yeah, you want to go to this party? I'm like, yeah, I want to go. So I know he wait, we wait till my grandma go to sleep. So I'm going to be like, yo, go get dressed. I'm gonna get dressed and then we meet for this party, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm hyped up and shit. I run into my room. I put my clothes on. And mind you, man, we didn't have like the nice clothes. We didn't. I didn't have the nice clothes back then. My grandma only gave us hand-me-downs or thrift shop clothes. So we had we had a couple new clothes here and there, but it was like from like cheap places. So we didn't have the fancy stuff like everybody else was wearing. So about my brother being in the streets like he was, my brother, you know what I'm saying, he had a nice shit. He always had the jewelry, the clothes, all that stuff. He was in the streets. He did his thing. He, he made sure that he didn't, that I was never in the streets, though. You know what I'm saying? He made sure that, and even when I was trying to be in the streets, he really, like, pulled me out. He was like, yo, this ain't for you, man. Get your ass out of this. Um, Back to the story. So that night, I was, I was 10 years old. He invited me to um this party, high school party. I'll never forget it. I come out the I come out the damn room wearing my my best school clothes, and he was like, "Man, what the hell you got on?" And I was like, "I'm ready for the party. I'm excited, you know what I'm saying?" And he was like, "Man, go, listen, man, go fuck that. I got to change your clothes, man. What the hell you wearing?" And mind you, man, I, I, I thought I'm looking good. Thought I looked good for for a ten year old. <laughs> so he goes in his room, man. Mind you, now this is back in the, like '99. And back then, you did wear oversized clothes, but the shit I had on was three size, too damn big from oversized, if you know what I mean. So my brother went in his room. He gave me a pair of his, um, uh, what's it, Garbo, Garbo jeans. It was them blue jeans with the, with the uh, it was like blue straps around the legs. He gave me some of them. He gave me a pair of them. He gave me his uh, white T-shirt, man. I'm 10 years old, so he was tall and bigger than me. That shirt came all the way down past my knees. Oh God! Then he gave me his his uh, Wizards jersey. It was white and blue, white, black, and blue. They came all the way down to where that end of that damn shirt was. He gave me this long ass necklace. He put me on one of his hats. It was like big as hell on me, and I wore a pair of his Tims. And yo, and how he kept my pants up was he he put me one of his belt on. And he pulled it as tight as he can get it. Put a hole in it so I can stay up on my waist because I was really little and kind of skinny. So I'm like, man, no, I'm just excited to go with him up to this damn party and shit. I'm really excited. So I just remember just walking up this damn street with him to this party, man. I'm got, and he was like, like, man, yo, just act, act cool, man. Act, act like you know you you a high school kid. Act like you high school kid. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm bopping around, did my little hood nigga walk. Mind you, man, I look like. <laughs> Little Peebo from the Proud family. <laughs> Doing my little hood shit. I look like Sticky. So I get all the way up to that damn street, man. I'm bobbing around like I'm the hood dude. And dude, when I say that, I never forget it, man. Just walk into this urban. This urban. Walk into this damn uh, this block party, man. You seen people just dancing, having a good time. And I was like, yo, my brother got me out here helping these big kids. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, man. I remember girls dancing on me, man. I remember 
I remember girls dancing on me, man. He'd get girls dancing with me. And I know in my head, I know they're looking like this up. Damn, toddler in some damn big ass clothes. I know they see it. <laughs> but I was just having a good time, man. I remember one girl jumped on top of the little um, fountain and she was like, if anybody out here that's not supposed to be here, you need to get the fuck out. I mean, I'm getting scared. Like, shit, I should leave, man. I need to leave. What, what, oh, shit, I need to leave. But my brother, like, man, sit your ass down. We good. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And I'm still dancing a good time, man. And I just remember, like, yo, one of the best nights, man. And we, it started raining. We ended up leaving and going back. So that's an example of how it always been with me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? My brother always took me out with him. He always wanted me to hang out and be, get a little bit of the in crowd. You know what I'm saying? And I partied like hell. So we always went to clubs and shit like that. Always, always. Always been a crazy experience when we go to. Um, but let's get to this night. Let's get back to the night we are here for. Okay. So this is about 2011. I'm like 21, maybe 22. Um, we get ready to go to this party. They invited me. You know, we were going to go to another party. We are going to this place called Pulu's. Pulu's, if you didn't know, was a was what they called a hole-in-the-wall spot. A one-way in, one-way out. With this dingy-ass, bluish-gray building. Um, <laughs> and back then, it used to be the teen spot. Like, when we were teenagers, that was the best place to go to. But it was like a hood spot. Like, a lot of older dudes went there. A lot of older women went there. It was like a little hood spot that all the hood niggas went to. And um, then when you leave, you got to, like, you got to be careful when you leave. Because when you leave, motherfuckers try to run you off the road shooting in the air it was like extra for no goddamn reason so we went in there man but this night it had to be a teen night there was nothing but kids in there nothing but kids and i was like yo man i'm ready this shit dead as hell we need to go so i looked at my brother i was the only one who drove who drove at the time i drove my little jeep cherokee i said bro we gotta go ahead and go man let's leave before everybody started getting crazy in the road so as we leaving out we get the drop from my uh my cousin who was doing security at the uh, convention center. And <laughs> the convention center was a place where they had parties and hosts like the prom and all the other shit. It was in Middlebury, which was a town close to us. Um, we get in there, we, we like, who we gonna go? So we get all the way down there, man. And, and I parked the car, whatever. How I knew that this spot was not for me already. How I knew I should not have been in this motherfucking spot. As soon as we get out the car, we get in line, the police pull up. And they had the front door. We had the front door about to get in. It was a regular spot that everybody party at. But anyway, we get there. The police is like, yo, get out the way. Move, 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 move. So we all got to get out the fucking way as the police won't pass everybody into the building. So apparently, somebody had a bright idea to bring liquor with not no, without no liquor license. So they going back and forth about, like, they're going to shut the party down. Or they're not going to shut the party down. I'm like, man, damn, man. Fuck it. I see my cousin looking. He's looking crazy. I'm like, Shit, he's security. What the fuck are you going to do? Um, so we were going back and forth, and I was they're going back and forth. I'm like, all right, cool. So the, they, the, the agreement was that they won't, the police won't shut the party down if they give up all their liquor. So the police walked out with boxes of liquor, like two or three boxes full of liquor and shit. You know what I'm saying? So he walking, they walking up the door, and we're like, damn. And people are like, yo, this ain't no damn party. What are you talking? You can't party without no liquor. I said, yo, this shit gonna be ratchet as ratchet as hell, man. It's gonna be a ratchet ass place. You see motherfuckers already smoking in the line going into the club. So my cousin waved me and my brother in to go to the front. So we wave, we get to the front, man. They pat us down. He like, yo, man, everybody here. He told my brother, everybody's here, man. It's going in there. We go into the party, y'all. Now, first, let me tell y'all this. 
it was basic. It was the most basic ass place you go to. But it's niggas we knew from the hood. We knew these niggas. These was our brothers. These was our cousins. These was our friends. These was the hood niggas we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? We see them all, man. We seen like people's mamas we knew. We see people's aunts and grandmas. I'm like, it was like a cookout just in a big ass building. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, yo, all this shit is cool, man. I mean, they had this big stage that was in the front of the building. And we was like, yeah, this shit cool as hell, blah, blah, blah. And we all partying together. We on some real hood shit, you know. They playing the song, you don't give a damn, we don't give a. And it was cool. It was cool. I mean, it was weird, <laughs> but it was cool, man. We had the uh, the older people was in the back cooking like rib plates and fried fish plates and shit. <laughs> I like shit you've never seen at a party. They cooking that in the back room. They selling plates. Um, so we sitting there having a good time, man. It was even a point where they made for us to get up on stage. They want. They said, if you from Flint Hill, get up on stage, y'all. Rep your hood. Get up on stage. Rep your hood. So I'm like, shit, me and my brother from Flint Hill, shit, well, let's get on stage. We get on stage with everybody, man. They got their arms around each other. We kind of doing a little swag surf. It's all fun. He having a good time, man. You see people uh, taking pictures of us. All of that, man. It was a ball, right? So there was some signs behind us that we did not pay no mind to on the stage. It was a bunch of signs that kept saying the main event, the show, the main event, get ready for the main event. The main event is about to start. And we kept saying, like, what the fuck is the main event? I looked at my brother. My brother looked at me. He was like, the main event? What is the main event? My brother was like, man, I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? And back then, it was the 2000s. So, like, the, the, the early 2010s, everybody had a mixtape. So, we thinking that one of these niggas is going to start rapping. <laughs> and, and that's what it's going to be. Of course, tell me, I'm going to tell you all I was sadly wrong. That was not what the fuck was going to be. So we sitting there like, all right, cool. So we dancing with girls and shit, man. We dancing. We having a good damn time. Some people you know, we, the girls we didn't know, but we, we dancing with them, man. We having a ball, man. All the hood niggas we knew is drinking out the bottles and shit. Written on ratchet shit, as always. It was fun, right? So one of the older ladies that we knew, she gets on stage. So it's about, it had been about 11 something, 11 o'clock. 11 30 12 o'clock well that's about 12 12 something in the morning so she get on stage she's like all right y'all let's get ready for the main event and i gotta get my brother like, who's what's the main event my brother like man nigga i don't know so we're like all right cool whatever so we look so we asking niggas that we know that's in the crowd like what is the main event they're like man nigga, i don't fucking know here's what it is so we're like all right cool whatever so the girl, he, she said, I need all the ladies get to the front. Get to the front. So I'm thinking, okay. So, okay, if they said the ladies get to the front. Either there's going to be a dude trying to sing to the ladies. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a dude trying to sing to the ladies. Whatever. I mean, everybody had mixtapes. That's what happened. I had one. So anyway. So we see this little nigga comes through the doors. And I'm this one. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I describe it. I, I was describe. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I describe this right. The guy come through the door. He was uh he had been about five seven. He was a short dude. He was brown skinned and he had glasses, like these gold framed glasses. He had this this hunter green, dark green suit on, which was like two sides too big for his ass as a grown man. And he had this top hat, not top hat, this um uh, uh, I would say bucket hat type thing on. It was green to match the suit. He gets on stage, right? And that's when you should start hearing the intro for Pony. 
by Genuine. Now, if y'all remember Pony, Pony is one of them nasty songs for the 90s. So you hear, don't, 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 don't. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? I look at my brother. My brother looked confused. I'm confused. We don't know what the fuck about to happen. So, don't, 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 don't. So dude's making his way through the crowds and shit. So girl's like, okay, all right, okay. Go ahead, green suit. So he's like, okay, we didn't even get on stage. Start singing some, start singing genuine. He gets on stage, man. The older lady's like, all right, ladies, it's the main event. So that's the older lady saying, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I looked at my brother. My brother to me, he's looking, we looking around, we not knowing what the hell's going on. All of a sudden, the intro to main to, to Pony Star playing. That when you hear that, I'm just a bachelor looking for a partner. And we looked up and this nigga started taking his jacket off. And he started dancing. And I'm like, this nigga like pop locking. He's like pop locking, moving and shit. He's spinning around. He dropped to the floor. He's helping the ground. So the girl's going crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I said, this don't seem right. This is my brother. My brother said, I don't know what the hell. So now we're not even paying a mind to the niggas around us or the nigga on the stage. We looking up and see the girls go crazy. So as the dude taking his glasses off through his glasses and shit, he start taking his shoes off. I said, yo, I think I know what's going to happen. I looked at my brother, my brother said, yo, I said, I think this nigga's stripping. I think this nigga's stripping. My brother said, man, what the fuck? We got to get the fuck out of here. So one girl, like, pulled, turned around to my brother, like, no, no, you got to stay. Stay here for me, baby, because I want to see what you can do. I'm like, what? Now another girl said, I'm just like, yeah, you too, big man. Let me see what you can do. I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? What I can do? Yo, this nigga on stage started taking his shirt off. And I was like, oh, shit. So that one the part that would fucking behoove me. What behoove me, shout out to Darren. What behoove me is the fact is the niggas that we knew, these niggas that we knew growing up, who's around in, in this crowd. I looked over and my brother, my, my god brother, my cousins, all these niggas I knew for real from the hood. No lie, y'all. Start stripping. They unbutting their pants, they're taking their shirts off, they grinding, they rocking their hips on these girls, they doing all this other shit. I'm like, I'm like, yo, now I told my brother, no, now we gotta get the fuck out. Now we definitely gotta get the fuck out. Because niggas that we these this is too much going on. Too much going on, and I'm not into this type of crowd. I came here just to party and go home. And I don't want to see this no more. And I wanna get the fuck out of here. So my brother said, yo, we gotta get the fuck out of here. So one girl like, where you going, big daddy? My brother like, man, fuck that, I'm gone. So me and my brother took the fuck off. And I was like, we, we in the car like, yo, no the fuck won't our brother, our god brother her dancing, stripping. No the fuck our homeboy won't out here dancing, stripping, taking his clothes off. Yo, we like, yo, this shit ain't, this shit ain't real. This shit ain't real. This shit ain't real. This shit ain't just happened. No, this nigga's not dancing on stage. These people, grandmas out here. Where the fuck is going on? Where the nigga come from? Like, what the hell just happened? And it's crazy because I'm trying my hardest to keep this out of my mind, but I'm seeing it in my head. This shit is going down. These are niggas I know is doing this shit. We get to the car. We we go. I, I spared the fuck off, man. And we we in the car like, man, I don't want to go nowhere. I don't go back to no rep your hood shit no more. So we're like, we're gonna go to the after spot. Why again? Why do we keep going these shits? We really want to party this fucking night. So we're gonna go to the after spot. So the after spot was ran by my cousin, my real cousin, and he's his older cat. 
they had this older spot in the hood in Flint Hill. And we get there, we get there, man. He's not into that that crazy shit like that. So I know he he's on some real like like for real shit. We get to the party. We get to we get to his like his little his little bar. And we had you no know, bunch of people that we knew, man. It was all cool, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Everybody drinking, just playing dominoes and shit. And that's when the crowd that was at the last party, I guess, ended probably like one something, two o'clock in the morning. They ended. And they came to the after spot. And what got me was I was just remember this old lady seeing the guys that we knew. And she was like, Oh, I heard you was out there trying to show your dick. Ooh, let me see how much it gonna cost. And I was like, yo, man, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. I'm not coming back out no more. I don't wanna do I don't wanna do this no more. I don't wanna do no hood spots. And y'all, that was my last hood party I went to. I haven't gone to no hood party since. I've been invited to plenty. I've never gone to another one. And I'm just saying, y'all, I respect my hood, but I'm not going to be represented in that way. <laughs> and y'all, that's just my story, man. I had to end it with that, man. Uh, it seems short. This episode is short, man, but it was just thinking about that crazy shit, what happened. Like, niggas were really stripping on stage in front of everybody, in front of dudes, girls, grandmas, granddaddies. Niggas were selling real place chicken wings. It was crazy. Too much shit going on, man. Yo, man, that's it, man. Y'all think I'm lying? This is the truth. I promise you the truth. Nothing but the truth. All right, man. Now I got out my system. I don't have to keep thinking about that shit no more. That shit ain't in my head. All right. And you know, at one point in time, I did want to be a male stripper, though. But that's another story for another day. Anyway, <laughs> yo, so I want y'all to thank y'all. I want to thank y'all for listening to this crazy ass story. Uh, check out all my other stories. Um, check out my podcast, Random Thoughts with Eric G. Check out the Game Night. Check out Word to the Wise, and check out all I mean local spotlight artists. I'm interviewing a lot of musicians. Y'all got so much coming up, man. I'm taking this this week off for a lot of other shows because it's Valentine's Day. I want to spend time with my wife, so that's what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, man, yo, check out all those shows, man. Hit your boy up, Eric G on hit boy up Eric Green on uh, Facebook. Find me Random Thoughts with Eric G on all platforms other than Facebook, because that's where Eric Green is. And um, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Like I always say, God bless you. Good night.